Howdy, boys and girls. Welcome to another <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Chicken Bone Alley brought to you by SRI Performance Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Draco Springs, and Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Also RK Motorsports Consulting with Randy King, who is the brake man at SRI Performance. But anyway, I'm David. What's up, y'all? I'm Sterling. I thought we was in the Beverly Hillbilly, Beverly Hillbilly's episode yeah, there for a second. Be, well, I figure, I figure we, you know, eastbound and down, you know. Yeah, well, we were north kind of. Well, I don't know. Uh-huh. Yesterday we were northbound. North yesterday, but you know we got to go back. We got to go back to when we, we were, were. Then we were southbound. Southbound. So. Well, that's what that's the down part. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> we we can't really go any farther east, uh, you know. So pretty close. <laughs> it's hard for us to go any farther east. We run into a big pond. Yep. Anyway, we just got back from Florida, the Daytona area, I guess you, we will say, because we was we was all over the place, and uh, we're going to uh, break up. You know, typically how we do our shows with, you know, we normally kind of go in. The beginning portion, the opening segment, I guess you'll say, and, you know, talk about, you know, little stuff we did with the family and how our week went and all that stuff. And Well, racing was our week this past week yeah. with with our wives, starring, yeah. starring Kayla and Leah. <laughs> yeah, this week. So, so, so we just going to go kind of chronological order of the whole deal. Cause uh, we had fun. We had fun. It was a, it was a long. Well, it was a long trip. But it was a short trip, all in the same. Yeah, it was good, man. It was, well, we had a good, we had a really good time, and yeah, it's always fun to go. But it's always good to come home to. Yeah, it is. I always but, miss uh, my bed. Oh yeah, me too, and uh, the kiddos and all that good stuff. So it was good to get. Oh, it was good to get going and and uh, enjoy enjoyed <laughs> uh, enjoyed every bit of it. man. The weather. For ninety eight percent of the time was awesome. Yeah, yeah. God it was good, man. Eighty degrees, seventy eight degrees, whatever. That was nice. Sunny most of the time. Most of the time, except in Daytona Beach for some reason. If you got on Daytona Beach, it was foggy. Well, that one day, yeah, it was, it was really weird. foggy that morning. It was kind of weird. It was, but um, all in all, still nice. Still, really, still felt good. <laughs> really good weather compared to what we've been dealing with back here, which is rain and rain and more rain and cold cold rain it's uh rain and cold and it, that's what that's what stinks about here is is it's cold as crap but it ain't cold enough to snow yeah so it's just it don't make sense nasty. i mean just go on just go on be cold and snow if you're gonna partic- precipitate <laughs> you're gonna participate in precipitation <laughs> there you go <laughs> snow don't rain be the white kind so, but anyway, I don't know, man. We got more rain coming today again, but I don't we, we supposed to have some bad thunderstorms tonight. Man. It said yeah. potential tornadic activity because there was a cold front coming in. I said, a cold front? Uh, what do you call this aside there now? Yeah, it makes no sense. <laughs> I don't know, but, but anyway, uh, going back to the Sunshine State where it was, like I said, it was pretty nice most of the time. Um, yeah, we had a good time, man. Like I said, we left uh, Wednesday night. Um we met y'all at Lake, and we left yeah. from there about I don't know seven ish somewhere along in there, and um, trying to jet down to uh, 
to Savannah, make it to Hooters in time for the close, and we made it. We, we made, made it. it. We made it. I didn't think they were going to bring us food, but we we were there in plenty of time. Well, yeah, they had to service. They they didn't service by ten, but we were there by ten. So, but no, it was uh, it was good. I, I Hooters just doesn't ever do it for me, man. I don't know. They, no, I mean, it they, was okay. That they were about was, four day old smoke wings, possibly. But it's okay. It's it was smoke wings. Right. Smoke wings. <laughs> so yeah, so we got done there, and then we had another uh, roughly three hour ride from there to to go to Palm Coast. Well, well, hold on. It is typically roughly three hours. Yep. With our wives, yeah, it's it about like four and a half. Four and a half, because they got to stop seventeen times. Yeah, in a twenty minute span, right after we leave the restaurant. It makes zero sense. <laughs> I don't understand it. Don't understand it. And we and this is nothing new to them, so it's not breaking news because we talked about it. If y'all followed us this past week, we talked about it on the um on our 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 lives that we did. We tried to yeah go live. If you wanna. Go back and look at any of our trip, the parts we caught of it. You can go back on our Facebook. It's all on there. It drives me insane because, and they know it drives me insane. I think they do it just because they know it drives me insane because you can ask David, when I get in the truck to go, I nine times out of 10 go to a run out of fuel. That's, if I got a long distance <laughs> to go, I don't stop. I do everything we got to do and I go until I got to stop and get fuel. Then I do everything we got to do and I go some more. So they don't, comprehend that very well but that's okay it's all right they got bladders like a little squirrel or something i guess <laughs> but um so yeah we finally made it to palm coast uh finally did and then come to find out well a little before we found out that the hotel check-in thing is closed at eight or nine or whatever I was, they asked david we gonna be there um uh, no nah. nah where we know uh-uh Probably about one thirty before we get there, bro. So we're thinking that the whole place is going to be closed down. We can't even get checked in, but fortunately they kept our key in a lockbox or something, and uh, yeah, they uh, made it where we get in there. So that was cool. Cool place. Um, Legacy, Legacy Resorts. Uh, Legacy something Resorts something. Yeah, something like that. Forget the name of it. It's the second time we've stayed at this place uh, during Speed Week, so... Really cool place. Um, it's it's kind of it's kind of in a retirement community. Well, it's like little townhouses. Is well, pretty yeah. much what it is. Yeah, it is. There's there's four of them on each each little block. There's like there's a two downstairs, two upstairs, and right. they're good size. I mean, two bedroom. Oh, it's two bath, freaking huge. I mean, they're, they're real nice. Big old den, <laughs> big old kitchen, all that. So. Yeah, it's fantastic for us. I mean, in a reasonable price, too. They don't jack them up for race week. Um, well, I agree, too, but Kayla said if we go there again, she ain't go. What happened? Well, she don't like frogs. Uh-huh. And um, I don't care. I don't, I don't mind frogs, but she don't like frogs. She don't want to hear them, nothing. But there's, right in the center of this place, all these things are in a big circle around this area. And in the center of it is a big old, I, I don't know if it, it's not really a pond. I guess it's more like like our little river they kind of dug and run around it. More like a mm-hmm. moat, I guess you say, inside. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of frogs. Then they make that's, a lot of noise at night. That's comforting, but It is to sleep. me, too. It is to me, too. Comforting. But she, 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 she was recording them and everything else. She was like, this is awful. I'm like, why? <laughs> I reckon she ain't going camping with us then. She ain't going camping. With, who's going camping? <laughs> I mean, I'll go camping. You'll go well, camping. I think that's yeah. probably the only two that would go camping anyway. Yeah, probably so. Probably so. Well, 
I hate that for them because uh, it was a cool place. Um, so we'll bring our gigging poles next time. <laughs> eat some frog legs. <laughs> we'll eat some frog legs while we're down there. Well, I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, it was a cool place. Check it out if you're ever down there in that area. It's kind of good because it's out of the way from all the craziness up a little bit. Yeah, it's it was only like terribly far minutes. away. Yeah, it's 25, 30 minutes from Daytona, so it's not bad. And you can get A1A real quick, go down Flagler Beach and all that. It's real pretty, pretty going that way. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, check that out. But uh, anyway, so we got there, got to bed, and um, I don't know. We slept about, I don't know, four hours, maybe. <laughs> four or five, maybe. Something like that. We got up. We was ready to go. We ready was ready to get, to get the day, day started. started. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was Thursday. So we knew that was our uh, new Smyrna day. Uh, being able to get down and see uh, and see Derek a little bit, um, finally get to meet them and uh, he, you know, him and his and his family and his crew and everybody that came uh, down that we've been uh, hearing about for so long now. So it was really cool to be able to finally uh, you know put a name with the voice or face or whatever you want to call it. No, oh, yeah, um, pretty cool for sure doing that and and. Uh, he had been coming off of a pretty strong week already before we got down there, so that was pretty neat uh, coming into that and knowing he was already in the points lead at that point. So uh had a lot to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. Before we get into his going to his race there, uh, I'll go back a little bit earlier and, and just to talk about our trip. And if y'all saw our uh, end of live feeds, you probably saw this. We decided to go down to the Daytona area uh daytona beach area a little bit before that and um walked down there uh oh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you call that thing the uh, boardwalk kind of i guess you well oh, we yeah. walked down the boardwalk and this is what i was talking about it was so it was weird because you could probably only see i don't know eighth of a mile each direction maybe if that yeah it was it was really it, and it was really funny because it was just on the beach yeah you walk back to to the a1a out there it wasn't foggy at all so it was really weird. But anyway, walked down to the pier, and we saw, I saw some people with cameras and stuff, and I, I figured it was some race stuff and going on. But I didn't really think nothing about it. Well, Sterling having a look down, he's like, hey, there's Noah Gregson down there. I'm like, oh, well, cool. Well, we wasn't going to bother him because they were in the middle of, like, they were filming, going to be filming some stuff. And so we get down to the end of the pier, and we're seeing what people's catching as far as fish-wise and all that good stuff and i start i pull out the gopro and we go live on there and talk to a few people up back up the pier and everything and talking to each other and leah's poking birds and stuff like that and by the time i, I look so bad that bird would have poked her oh that would have been so funny <laughs> <laughs> anyway so we looked up there and noah gregson has come out there on the pier and he's talking to people and they were filming him some but they'd film a little bit and quit and film a little bit and quit and walk around a little while it didn't look like they were doing anything too serious no um so as he was walking there i i yelled to him say, hey no you got a minute and he's like yeah yeah so he come over there and talked with us a while super cool guy really yeah. seemed pretty cool and yeah, i actually spoke to him after after that too and he spoke again so he seems like a very down to earth dude, and uh, he's kind of like uh, I don't know. You see what you get, or you get what you get. <laughs> yeah. He's, I mean, he don't put on no show for nobody. It's him, twenty four seven. Yeah, he's uh, he's a fun guy for sure. Seems like. Yeah, definitely does. So, so that that was cool getting to talk to him. Um, 
And then we kind of, where we go? Sterling decided to, uh, we'll throw in some restaurants in there. Sterling, Sterling's new thing is finding restaurants. Well, yeah, I, I, I guess I, I did get ahead of myself. We, I forgot we even did all this. My days are so screwed up from what day we did what. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I wanted to try to find, I love, I love fresh seafood and around here at the inlets around here and all i mean you know there's there's a lot of good places that's got fresh seafood around here where they also have you know steaks or chicken or whatever of course because my wife won't eat seafood and david will he's not crazy about it but he will eat it and all that so anyway i figured we could find a good seafood place with you know fresh fresh meats and all and they'd have something good for everybody to eat so anyway i started doing that and uh on thursday um Found a place down in New Smyrna in the little inlet or whatever that was called down in there. Um, Outriggers Tiki Bar and Grill, I think it was. Um, it does not sound like a very high-end place. But it's a very high-end place. It's a very high-end place. <laughs> but it's very nice. It was awesome. They had a little marina right there. A um, bunch of boats docked up. Nice, big old sport fishers and uh, big center consoles and all. So that was pretty neat to see that. Had a little had a little boardwalk there too, um, little place you just sit out on the thing and, and and look at the boats coming in and out and probably look at them unloading fish or whatever and and all that stuff. Really neat there. Um, to hang out out there and uh, up under a little deal. It was pretty out there today and uh, had awesome fish. I had mahi tacos. They were awesome. You know, because that's what you always get is mahi tacos. But if there's mahi. At this place that I'm going, and there's tacos at this place I'm going. <laughs> yes, I'm probably getting my tacos <laughs> for the most part. And Kayla does too. Yeah, I got I got her turned in on turn her on to the mahi tacos. So I feel good. So yes, what, I did good there. Yeah, pretty good. No, well, none of it looking too appetizing to me. So I got a big old Caesar salad, and it was it was good. I guess I wouldn't. A fan of their their particular dressing, but it wasn't bad. I mean, it just didn't, didn't have flavor. It didn't have much flavor to me, but it was all good. And yeah. I think I think Leah got some chicken fingers that time. <laughs> Probably <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, so yeah, then we left there, and it was time to head over to the track at that point in time, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, yep. we left there, went straight to New Smyrna. We weren't but like 10, 15 minutes away, so that was cool. Um, first time I'd ever been to New Smyrna at this point. Yeah. Um. So, but it wasn't really hard to find. It was right off the right off the little main drag there, and uh, pretty uh pretty packed when we got there already. Yeah, we um we we had to park on the grandstand side and then walk all the way around the track to get in on the back stretch and then had to walk all the way back around to turn two. Yeah. Or turn four. Turn four to get back to, to get, get back the, in the infield. Jesus. Yeah, a lot of water. Lot of but we got to see a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. There because the pits were packed and I didn't realize how much out of the racetrack pits they have. Yeah, I didn't realize Jesus. that beforehand either. There was a pile of race cars out there. A lot. A lot. A whole sure lot was. of race cars. A whole lot of race cars. Well, we finally got to go down there with our buddy. And we got him calling in today, so let's let's go to it. 
Ladies and gentlemen, on the line now, our buddy who is now the 2021 World Series of Asphalt Champion and now two-time champion, Derek Griffith. Derek, what is up, my man? Oh, not a whole lot. Just got back yesterday and settling uh, settling out all the stuff I've been missing out on the last two weeks, so just trying to get squared away, but good to be home and also good not to be home because there's snow here. <laughs> well, was it nice to sleep in your bed last night? Because I know just after being out oh. there for four days, I was like, man, I'm ready to sleep in my bed. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was so pumped just to get, get home and like... It's so weird when you're gone away from home, everything like smells different, but you're like, you missed it. You know, it's, it felt good to sit on my couch for a little bit, lay down in my own bed. And, you know, I've, I'm very happy to be home, but at the same time, like I said, I do miss the 70 degree mornings a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, we realized that ourselves quick yesterday when we were coming home. We got up yesterday. What was temperature down there? It was 65. We we left, and uh, naturally it was nowhere near as cold as what you stepped off the plane to. But, uh, yeah, we got home. It was 41, I think, here. So (laughs) big difference for sure. Yeah, no no fun. When we got off the plane, I saw snow everywhere. and Now they're talking about another eight inches getting dumped on us. And I'm like, man, I I I do not want to. I did not miss too much other than <laughs> cold, sad days. Up here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let's talk about some happy days down in New Smyrna Beach area at New Smyrna Speedway down there. Man, you put it on them again for the second year and showed them how to run for a championship down there, locking up three wins this year. Man, let's uh let's go back to the first of the week. Uh, tell us, you know, basically how you started off down there. Night one was a little little bit of a tough night. We had a wreck, and it uh, it tore up the whole right side of the car, knocked the door in, knocked the Nerf bar off, quarter panel off, a whole bunch of stuff. So it uh, started off a little bit messy, I guess is the best way to say it. And, um, I mean, only kind of, ironically, still finished third. I mean, we still had a really good race car. Just, you know, it, I knew we had a, a car that I probably could have won. It's just, you know, circumstances beyond our own. Um and we came back the following day and, and won the thing. So, I mean, it proved that we had a good race car to start the week off and kind of started off on the the right foot for the most part. But it was uh, still a little little hiccup here and there. Hey, and then um, after that, I think uh, I think we had a really bad finish after that. I think I finished ninth. Stagger was way off both front and rear. And that was not fun to try to wheel that thing with no stagger. <laughs> but um, <laughs> is that a um, is that another just tire deal buying at the track? Um, I know, I know you know we've talked about that before. How you can just get tires here and there that just are different. I mean, is is that one of those deals? Oh yeah, for sure. It's just I say it every year. Um, you know, you're due for one bad day, and if your bad days, you get a bad set of tires and have to finish seventh or ninth or something like that then it's a pretty good bad day <laughs> instead that's, of getting tore right. up or wrecked or anything like that you're you're due for at least one bad day during speed week so um you know if that like i said that was pretty much the worst of what we had as far as luck goes was uh was the tire deal and just circumstantial sometimes they'll grow sometimes they'll shrink sometimes they'll be exactly where you need them to be and with running a spool down there it's so dependent on being spot on with the uh perfect stagger and it just uh just was tough but you know we just missed that one day so not not bad out of seven nights <laughs> not at all 
Um, looking at the track, me and Sterling looked at it a lot. Uh, watched a lot of races. We watched every race down there, actually. Um, what? It seemed like you always wanted to start, especially up top. Uh, but then... If you had to pass somebody, everybody had you pretty much had to go to the bottom to pass pass, but it was extremely hard to pass. What is it about that track that makes it like that? You know, I it's it's only been like that for like the last year or two, maybe three max. Um, it just slowly lost grip. I don't know. Um, it seems like it gets worse and worse every year. I don't know if it's just wore out. I don't know um, if it's the tire compounds that they're using because I know when the modifieds roll around, it's it's uh, usually that's when stuff starts to get pretty slippery and there's just no drive up off the bottom of the corner. You know, you're dead sideways trying to get up off and it, it really affects how, uh, you know, tire wear and everything else. Um, and I know the modified tires changed to a different tire this year and might've uh, made it a little bit worse, but it definitely is, uh, is, is um, affecting uh, how they drive for sure. Um, but I remember coming back here six years ago and they were like, you know, you could get up off the bottom wide open and pass people and you could run the outside inside anywhere you wanted to. And now it's kind of turned into, uh, you know, you got to use a lot of racetrack to be fast and, and, uh, it's hard to pass. Like you said, you got to kind of get it done in one lap or two or else you hurt, hurt your tires. Yeah, definitely. We, uh, <laughs> that was kind of a, well, yeah, I know you knew, but with the, uh, with qualifying, y'all pretty much had that down pat all week seemed like every time i looked y'all were qualifying up front and uh unfortunately they had a well i didn't know it and me and david kind of learned it during the week but the um the draw after the qualifying was what was it from one through eight or something like that was it was a draw is that what was that was that right there yeah yep it was two four six eight so two four six um, eight okay always yeah always a uh you know uh a good chance of you getting put with a track that's so difficult to pass on it uh it's what's kind of needed for the fans or else it kind of would be a probably a snooze fest if if you know the fastest guy always started on the pole and then uh you know there wouldn't be too much racing going on unfortunately so right. what you're saying is it's a Derek griffith rule that's what it is you start <laughs> yes. on pole every night just check out and be bored uh, i know i know <laughs> well uh well, I know Thursday night we was checking you out. Uh, we stopped at Hooters on the way down. and Wednesday night. Wednesday night, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, Thursday night we were there. Uh, Wednesday night, um, led about the whole thing and had a late caution and, uh, and, 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 and couldn't get fired off there um, late. But, but uh, anyway, the, uh, what did y'all try to gain on throughout the week? What were y'all lacking, long run, short run speed? Because I know uh, what we saw on Wednesday night's race – um, where the first 25 laps y'all were gone and then I had that late caution and it seemed like you couldn't really fire fire off as well as you wanted to. So. Yeah, you know, it, it's we worked on it. We had a ton of short run speed um, and it, it, that was never a problem. The long run stuff got a little bit more difficult. It's just so easy, like I said, to hurt the tires there. So if you get a car that's driving loose and you're driving it, you know, like I always like a loose race car, um, but it it uh it affects how you know the the wear and tear on tires and, and um and it, it just slows you down quite a bit so it was more so you know we were set up for those 35 lap runs um or the 50 lap run and i think later in the week we kind of wanted to dial it back and see what we had for a long run car we just uh you know changed a couple things here and there throughout the week but you know step it kept it pretty consistent 
for the most part. You know, we didn't go throw crazy changes at it or anything like that. We just, you know, stuck with what we knew. And, you know, we weren't chasing bad sets of tires or rubber on the racetrack. We just kind of maintained a a pretty uh, set pace and just didn't want to get out of our rhythm. And it, uh, it worked. Yeah, it definitely did. That's one cool thing that me and Davis talked about on Thursday night. Uh was pretty cool. Everybody was thrashing at the race cars after qualifying, and Derek pulls in and plug it up, and that's pretty much it. In there. <laughs> that was nice. I like to see that. That was cool. Definitely had a good setup there and uh, and was the class of the field. Yeah, for sure. I mean, w- when you go out there and, and start thrashing on stuff and trying to get stuff better than, you know, better than – what you know is already good. You know, you can kind of out die, you can die yourself out. You know, it's, we, the saying goes, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it sort of deal. And, um, you know, we're always trying to find speed, you know, you never want to just settle, but at the same time, you know, you kind of got to find that sweet zone where like, I know when to tell Louie just to leave it alone and, you know, we'll be good. Um, versus chasing that extra half 10th or 10th on the board where people are mocking and doing crazy stuff with tires to try to be fast and practice and win practice. You know, it's not worth it. You try to, I chase the feel versus the speed. And from there, the speed will come after. Exactly. Thursday night, we were down there with you. Fortunately, finally being able to go hang out with you at the racetrack and why you, you know, especially why you're running good, but, but regardless, um, we're down there with you, man, that race started, and uh, you had qualified fast time, and then um, drew two. Fortunately, which I mean was perfect because that puts you on the outside of the front row, which is probably where you wanted to be anyway. But man, the first of that race seemed to be a uh, a wreck fest for some of them guys. And it seems like to me, the later it gets in the week, the more impatient some of those guys get. Is it, does it always seem like that to you? Yeah, it's it could be that and. Um I think people just start to get a little antsy, you know, they haven't won a race yet or they haven't, uh, you know, been running as good as they hoped. And they just think it's time to, you know, drive the hell out of something and, and make it there versus, you know, work your way there. Um, it's just, it, it's, it's a tough deal. It's a long week to, to be racing like that. And, um, you know, like I said, there were some of these young gun kids and, and, uh, some of the, even the older guys that expected to get some wins and, ex, you know, kind of expected to do good. And when you don't do good, uh, which is just racing, you know, some people start to get a little, say, you know, they might get a little too worked up and they just kind of want to get rolling and, and it's a lot easier to think you're going to win than actually win. So, um, it's, it's always, it's always, uh, tough not to be running good. We've all been there and done that. So, you know, it's, uh, it's unfortunate, but it's part of racing. Um, I hear you. Well, moving on there on Thursday night, you were able to bring home your final win there that week. Tell us, tell us about your race there. Oh man, I had to hold off Nassi for uh, fifty <laughs> laps. It was a, it was a tough one, man, for sure. Um, I mean, for thirty-five laps. Sorry, it, uh, it was just, a, <laughs> it was a good race. You know, we we uh, restarted really well and you know, to hear, you know, half, half back to the 51 car and from my spotter Dolly and, and, uh, just hear that a little bit. Hey, looking inside, I'm like, you know, you hear all the horror stories of, of him racing rough. And I gotta say, he's always run me really clean and, and, uh, showed a lot of respect for me. So it was cool to run side by side with him for, for the win, you know? Um, and he ran me with a ton of respect and it, uh, it definitely put a little bit of, a uh, 
fire underneath my butt to get rolling there but for the most part it uh the car ran really good and drove it drove awesome uh, i think <clears throat> i think we had the best car uh by far for that long run deal after we made those changes for um the long run race because i knew we weren't going to be able to test too much on saturday because our other deal going on so i knew we had to get get our uh, long run speed in while we could uh, definitely so, and, and that's funny you say that about Nasty because, um, like I said, I, like you said, he he's always raced you with respect. But I looked at Sterling in the middle of the race. I said, I do not like him being right there on his no, corner. No, not with five or so to go. I was hoping it wasn't going to be the case, but uh, he did. He, I was very surprised. Yeah, because we have seen what he's done to you know Bubba and stuff in the past uh, down at the Snowball and everything else. So uh, it was scary for us there for a little while. So it was awesome to see y'all run side by side like that and and have a good race up there yeah for sure and like i said i mean we've raced i've raced with him a lot and i've seen it you know i've seen it happen on tv and other stuff but i he's i've always got the uh the the good side of him and he's always been real good to me so i can't complain too much at all i mean you know like i said i've seen other stuff happen but it's uh as far as uh i go he's been really good to me so can't complain that's good that's good that's good to good to earn that respect and good to have that respect for other drivers out there and be able to race around them like that so yeah it definitely is so moving on we know you went to uh on friday you had a test for your arca ride uh saturday you had the arca race we won't go in that right now we swing back to that just a little bit um uh saturday they pushed up a lot of stuff because there was a whole lot of rain that morning um then you got back to the to new Smyrna over there uh and was fast right off the bat again yep yeah we our car just was hooked up man i don't know you know we we had been over at daytona all day running that deal and just to show up for our practice and we weren't we had old junk tires on and then i would go out to qualify and set it on the pole again it was like oh man you know made made the other deal feel a lot better after or the day it made the day, day feel a lot better after the other deal kind of had its incidents but it was uh it felt good to sit on the pole um unfortunately we get racing and i drove right into the front stretch wall <laughs> early in the race on the outside of someone and just tore up the race car a little bit and i uh rookie mistake as you'd say <laughs> that's right yeah there there just saw everybody else do it the rest of the week he figured he needed to do it too <laughs> yeah that's right yeah right i as a I didn't have enough damage in the car already. I'm like, ah, we'll tear the whole right side off. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, Derek, before we go any further, I want to tell you, uh, uh, you and your crew and family, uh, thank y'all very much for uh, for uh, the hospitality y'all y'all gave us and and took us right in, and uh, that was really cool. And glad to finally get to meet you all, and uh, uh, looking forward to hopefully seeing y'all soon. Maybe uh, maybe Hickory. I don't know. Hopefully, that'd be pretty close to us. So. Definitely ready for that, and uh, so you get some more wins in that in that late model, man. Yeah, for sure, and it's our pleasure for sure. You know, it's always cool meeting people through racing, and hanging out, and talking. And uh, you know, we've been doing this for quite a while on the podcast deal and everything. I was happy you guys came down and got a chance to get a little taste of Speed Weeks too. It's such a cool week, and it uh, it's a week we'll never forget for sure. That's right. That's right. Well, you brought it home uh ninth again correct saturday night and but the bigger thing in that you brought home the big trophy for the week uh man tell us what it means to you to go back to back championships at, at speed weeks there and uh, at the world series of asphalt 
and the super late model man because that's got to be that's got to be awesome feeling yeah it feels so cool i mean even just to get one of those is such a big deal i mean you see the names in the list on that deal and um i mean you get you got every every big name guy there is kind of has been there and won races and won championships at speed weeks and you know it's cool to see you know it'll be really cool to see my name on there twice when you know people start talking about when uh you know the last people that have won championships there and all that and i mean even the previous two they have like junior hanley pete or and some other guys that are like you know uh, dick trickle won it three or four times i think i mean you get people who are are you know some of the most well-known in racing of all kind never mind just short track racing so it's it's cool to to hear those names and you know my name is kind of kind of go on that list and uh i don't think it'll ever really set in but it uh it's it's pretty dang cool to get two in a row and competing against guys like wimmer and donnie wilson you know mo- the the big teams that are in for a full-time job sort of deal as we do this for fun and it's uh it means a lot to do it and, and do what we do that's cool man and before we uh move on from any late model stuff i want to give you a chance to uh thank everybody that that helped you along the way getting there and everything else yeah for sure i want to thank my dad and louie and dolly mitchellitis they're uh it's funny we'll go to a racetrack and it's just us four usually and we unload and do our thing and get working on stuff and you know back home that's there's not too many of us usually working at the racetrack and i was lucky enough to have a bunch of friends and family want to come down for speed weeks you know get away from the cold and everything so ricky and andrea came down uh, my girlfriend emily came down cassidy came down Lindsay came down um you know there was so many other people, the Preventure family, which they've been one of my sponsors since I was, you know, 13 years old. They've carried the, carried us into so many races and, uh, it's, it's so cool for, for that, uh, them to come down and, and witness that too. You know, that meant a lot. And products has always been on board with us, giving us the best, you know, driveline components that we could ask for and, um, and Fury race cars and Robbie white uh, engines. And, you know, it, like I said, the list could go on and on and on and on, but you know, they, uh, I'm lucky to have so much support from, from everyone on, uh, for such a small team. And, you know, it's just me racing. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. I hear you, man. That's, that is awesome. And it's awesome to see you do it again down there. And, uh, uh, I, I hope there's many more this year in that super late model. Well, moving on real fast, because there was one more race you were in down there. We, we got to talk about some. <laughs> <laughs> um, Saturday, you had a ride with Venturini Motorsports driving the number 55 spot on Toyota down there. Um, man, that was a good looking car. And. I want to tell you a quick story before we get into it. Um, mine and Sterling's wives, Kayla and Leah, uh, they they don't get in too much of a lot. They will go with us to races, but they don't. I, just, I think he gathered that when he saw it. Yeah, he figured yeah. it. Derek figured that out quick. <laughs> they, 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 they just don't get into it. Well, I'm going to tell you what. They were into it Saturday. Oh, God. Yes, sir, buddy. <laughs> they were they, into it. They could relate. They knew somebody on the racetrack, so they were all in, bud. I'm telling you what. <laughs> I've never seen oh, them cheer awesome. for anybody on a racetrack, but, yeah, they were cheering for you every time you come by. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> yeah, awesome. it really was. It really was. And they weren't the only ones, man. I couldn't believe, really. I mean, naturally, the stands weren't packed full by any means, but 
Dude, there was a pile of people cheering for Derek. Yeah, every time it. I heard your name coming over your intercom, all of a sudden there's just people. Yeah, I was like, oh, good Lord, where are they coming from? <laughs> so that was that's awesome. That was freaking cool. But uh, before we get into our excitement of it, um, man, just tell us what it feels like to drive into that racetrack and 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 suit up and get your mind right to to get on <laughs> to, to get on pit lane there and, and get in that car, but. It's so, it's unbelievable. You know, I walked out on pit road and, and, uh, after getting ready and I just like, I don't know if you guys even noticed, I, you might've noticed I just sat at the car by myself for like five, 10 minutes, just looking up at the stands, like, holy crap, I'm here. You know, like we, <laughs> we did it like almost, you know what I mean? Like we're looking up and people don't realize how big that the stands are and how big the racetrack is. And I mean, you know, just looking up at something that's so much bigger than just you. And it was cool. It, it just, you know, I'll never forget any of that for the rest of my life. And I'm hopeful that we'll be able to go back there with something and uh, and try to give it a, another shot because it's a special week for sure. It definitely is. Well, speaking of the shot, let's, uh, let's hear about your thoughts about the car and, you know, between practice and, and qualifying and, and the race part, portion of it. We were good, you know. We uh, we qualified with a couple kind of slugs, and um, with group qualifying, their draft is just so important. And uh, we qualified really good and ended up P6. And, uh, you know, we fell back a couple spots there at the beginning on the initial start and kind of started digging there on the outside. And um, thing just wanted to go. You know, I had a, couple, a little bit of help from behind, and um, I think we were probably the, one of the only cars to make up a ton of ground on the outside and um you know leading the pack it was uh, cool to feel how much the air uh, changed how the other cars drove around me so i kind of started to use that uh as you know uh advantage for me um you know a spotter came eddie dehan came over the radio and you know gave me some lessons while i was racing and, and it helped me um you know roll the outside and finally push uh gracie the lead and on a restart there and it uh take the lead after that from her and man i thought it was gonna be smooth sailing from there and not one lap later just kind of ended up in the turn three getting getting wrecked but it uh it it you know we kind of proved a little bit of a point there that it was good to hear like you know chase briscoe on the arca menards you know broadcast talking about how no one's been able to go to the outside in like 10 years so um it meant a lot to be able to do something like that and, and kind of prove that uh you know we can plate race and, and hopefully that that'll open up some windows but we'll see definitely so man i was just i was glad i was sitting we were sitting right in front of the scoring pylon so as soon as you took the lead i was, I was just sitting there waiting because i thought you had to lead a few laps you know we're scored in the lead and i was like no they still hadn't changed it still hadn't changed it. as soon as that 55 would do the job i was like i gotta get a picture of it so <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> so yeah. it was awesome to see but i'm gonna tell you what i thought our wives were ready to fight somebody when they saw you go spinning to their <laughs> I'm turn three you, great day. <laughs> the, the, the redneck came out <laughs> in the stand i was like jesus <laughs> but uh but no man that was you know t- I, I couldn't imagine that huge high and that huge low all in the same 30 seconds there i i could not imagine that for you um because it was it was bad enough for me even but uh but dude that's that's amazing to know and to feel it's got to be that that you were able to get up there and drive to the front had the car honestly i think 
could have won it for by for sure. Um, the talent for sure. So again, you have proved yourself again in twenty something laps, whatever it was. That's all it took. So that's 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 pretty freaking cool, man. Yeah, I was pumped. You know, I think we, me and Dave Liner worked really well together, and uh, ironically, that was like Venturini's first ever super speedway car. So that car was. 15 20 years old something like that and wow you know it just uh it just went it was just good you know i mean we i kind of picked up some on some things a little quicker than i thought i was going to and you know they were super happy and the car was rolling and just you know it, everything worked out and then it didn't work out but <laughs> you know it was good to have um to kind of prove that you know we we sort of belong there and, and um you know if not you know kind of try to move forward with with racing a little more but who knows, man, it's, it's so tough and trying to get the, the funding and everything going has just been uh, a nightmare and such a, such a hard deal to, to race against a lot of these people that kind of are self-funded and, and have the uh, opportunity that I don't. Um, but you know, that's why it's even more of a heartbreaker when, uh, when you get to racing and, and, you know, you, you're doing good like that. And, you know, it even happened last year at Pensacola, you know, you, in um, a couple other places, it's just like, you have such a good, good run and a good car and just you know unfortunately circumstances are not in your favor and just kind of a, a luck deal more than anything and you know i don't really have a lot of shots at this deal so it's uh it's it's pretty tough to swallow for sure but, but it, uh, it did feel good to lead a, a lap or two and and come out you know hopefully showing people that we uh we're, we're a damn good team and hopefully we can you know like i said move forward with it but fingers crossed we can get something rolling here uh, we're sure hoping so, buddy, because we're ready to get back to your track and watch you uh, lead some more laps. So that's it. That's it. <laughs> For sure. But man, we know you got some work to do tonight. Um, so man, we appreciate you coming on here and hanging out with us again, as you have done many times, and hopefully can do many more times here in 2021. But uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, your 2021. World Series of Asphalt champion, now two-time champion, Derek Griffith. Man, we appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure, boys. Always good talking to you. And I got to get down there sometime. That's what I got to do, see you guys. Now, now you came to saw me. I got to come see you <laughs> That's guys. It. Well, come when it's warmer. We'll go. We'll at least go get in the boat and go ride somewhere in the ocean or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, man. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we will be talking to you. All right, boys. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Dave. Man, as like you just said, that was that's awesome of you know for him to be able to go back to back on championships like that, and first time it's been done in twenty years. Anybody go back to back? Yeah, that's that's tough, especially nowadays. And I'm not saying back then wasn't tough, but nowadays it seems like the competition's very tough. Um and and like he said too, for for him to you know basically mom and pops teams you know yeah. to, to be able to to go down there and, and run against these people that's got endless money and can buy rides for all this crazy amount of money and go down there and, and outrun these boys that's awesome for sure. Um, but you can't ask for a better um, better person, just all around person and class act. To, 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 talking to anybody, um, you know. So anybody listening. That, that, that want to get into the auto racing definitely industry you will not find a better ambassador 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 
Ambassador. Ambassador. No, ambassador. <laughs> ambassador. There you go. <laughs> there you go. To represent your business uh, at all. You will not find it spot on. Kudos to y'all for, for taking a chance with uh, going on board with him in that, in that ARCA deal. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think y'all will by, by any means be disappointed in, in what y'all get out of of uh, being on his race car. And I hope for sure that uh, there's more races to come um, this year for for Derek because I, I really think he can showcase a lot with the talent that he's got and and the uh the uh the good race cars that he's gonna be on man i'm telling you i mean that was just like he was just saying that was one of the oldest cars in their fleet and man he did not not only Derek's Derek's a wheel man we all know that i mean he he can drive any and everything it, you, you put him in. And he can drive, uh, but not only that, he's a good learner. Quick. Him and Eddie DeHunt had not really worked. To, they hadn't worked together up until the race. Yeah. And uh, we were sitting there uh, at track, as we said, listening on the scanners, and uh, dialed him up. We were going listening to him the whole race, and um. And it was, man, you could just tell Eddie knew exactly what needed to happen. And every time Eddie said, do this, that's exactly what Derek did. And it yep. made that car go to the front. But before we get back, before we get to that, we go back a little bit because we kind of skipping a day now and going in our chronological order. We, so, we, we, we were lying when we said chronologically. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's <laughs> But we'll just, yeah, we just go ahead where we want to go. It'll be all right. Yeah, we go where we want to go. But we better go back kind of day by day. If not, we're gonna we're gonna be screwed up. <laughs> we're gonna be all screwed up. All right. So that was Thursday night that we were able to go hang out with Derek, and uh, we got to get him. in Victory Lane. Yeah, we got to get in Derek. Victory Lane. We got pictures. Freaking we awesome got pictures with us in Victory Lane with Chip yeah. Bone Alley stickers on the on the on car. Race car. Derek put them on there when we got there. That was free. That was really cool and. Um, like I said earlier, uh, you know, his, his family and his team, his dad, everybody, they, uh, they took us right in, got us up on the, on the, on the hauler and we watched the race up there and, um, it was, uh, it was really cool for sure for them to, for, you know, take us in like that. And, um, man, we got to get in Victory Lane. He got it. He got a win while we were there. That was really cool. It, yeah, really it sure was. That was awesome. And, uh. A friend of mine back here uh, wrote me on there on a uh, Facebook. And he's like, "Man, I just saw your video lane pictures. You dog." <laughs> I said, like, "Well, it's good to know good people." That's right. <laughs> so, so anyway, moving on. Let's go to Friday. Friday was mine and Sterling's uh, favorite. Said sarcastically, day. Um, yeah, it was shopping day. Shopping day. Well, it was Volusia day too, but well, it was shopping it was, day. But it was shopping day. First. First, yeah. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, they kind of give up on bad. shopping pretty quick. I was like, well, dang. Cool. Well, they didn't have but so much to choose from. They, they didn't like all the stores in Tanger. They had a few right. they liked, and they, they wanted to shop. So Yeah. So we went there, done that, and took yeah. a picture. <laughs> then went yeah. and, and headed to Dave & Buster's. Yeah, we did, David Buster. No, we went to uh, Flagler Beach, didn't we? 
Yeah, that was yeah, we went to Flagler Beach first and then come back. Yeah. So I found another restaurant. Yeah. It was called the Funky Pelican, I think. Yep. That was it. Um, Funky. Somebody's at somebody's restaurants and me. I don't know. <laughs> but um it was at the mouth or the mouth. It was at the start of the pier. Yeah. In Flagler Beach. Um another really cool place. Really, really cool the way it was set up and all. Um, food wasn't as good there, my opinion. Uh, um, what I had was it was like a mahi hot dog, kind of. Told you they were teeny. <laughs> the other ones were way better. Um, I had a steak. You know what? Nothing that was looking very appealing. So I got a steak, and it was eh. Yeah, had a good taste, but had a lot of gristle in it, a lot of fat. Eh. Yeah, that'd be so. But anyway. That was all right. Pretty, pretty cool place. Waitress didn't like me for some reason. Well, I don't know. I think she thought she was funny and she wasn't <laughs> at all. And if you're listening, don't <laughs> don't try to make fun of people that are sitting there trying to eat. She, she was mad. Then? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, when I have a drink at all, she, I don't, you know, just. Well, it doesn't. I don't. I don't just pour it down my throat while I'm f- eating it. Especially, <laughs> it's, 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 it ain't that. It's just the fact that whatever you did, it didn't matter. It was your <laughs> yeah. eating. It was you ate your salad first. Yeah, she got mad because I, mean, I ate like, my salad first. Who does not eat their salad first? Or she said something because I ate my salad first. Why, why aren't you eating your hot food first? I'm like, well, why didn't you bring the salad out before you brought the steak out? I don't know. Just, ooh. but anyway, I ain't gonna harp on that. But yeah, that was very, <laughs> very weird. But uh, anyway. We left there, then we went back to Dave and Buster's, and uh, we, well, we lucked up, because normally when we go to Dave and Buster's, there's 90 million people there. Yeah. But when we get there, this was like maybe 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock, somewhere. Yeah, somewhere in there. We were literally, us and about three other people in this whole place, so it was, was awesome it. for us. We just walked in the game. We had a there wasn't no standing in line for no game. Zero. I mean, we were racing like which everything. Was, which was kind of bad because you could spend a whole lot of them tokens really fast too. I'm telling you what, man. <laughs> they got it going on. I think they I think they, they get people because I think a couple of them, I mean, you don't pay attention to it. You just swipe your little card. And some of them are like, you know, four tokens and six tokens. A lot some of them are like things, 6.9 tokens. I'm like, Why really? not be seven or six? <laughs> but anyway, there's we went through 750 tokens in not long at all. Yeah, yeah. I think they jacking. I think they actually seven hundred sixty five tokens. Yeah. I think they steal some tokens somewhere. Something going on. There Great was some day. stole. There was some stole on the bean on the cornhole game. That's where they were stole it. Oh, I did use a couple of. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna try to win that daggone thing. This it, that one wasn't right though. The belt was too slow. <laughs> too slow. Too slow. Can't 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 handle it. <laughs> so. uh we watched some, uh, what did we watch? We watched something, some qualifying and stuff while we were in there. Yeah, I think the truck qualifying was on then. Yeah, we watched some of that. Um, Then we headed to Volusia. And uh, went and hung out over there in the dirt. And I'm going to tell you what, the rain scared them the night before because they got, they got they got caught by the rain the night before, and I think they didn't get done with the show over there till about two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, on Thursday night. Well, uh, Friday night. Good Lord, they got the show on the road, and they when they started cars, they didn't stop. 
No, not, I think they started hot laps and stuff. Actually, I think they started like an hour early because we got there they early. Have. It was daylight and we got there. We never got there last it year was, in daylight. It was still like 5.30 when we got there. Yeah, so but anyway, they were pretty much doing hot laps when we got there. Yeah. And they were already, they were already in qualifying because um, Strickler was in... I think group B, I think, or yeah, yeah. and uh, we got to talk to him right before he went out, or right after he went out, right after me. he come in, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, they, they got the show on the road. They moved along. It was the uh, World of Outlaw late models there, and the um, big block modifieds, big block Northeast modifieds. So um, there was a good crowd of cars there, but they're really. It was, I was kind of surprised there wasn't nowhere near the spectators, the fans. No, I think a lot of people are just still scared with this. And, and there's so many states that are regulated so differently that they don't, if you're from out of state, I guess you just don't know what's going to happen down there because like, just like, well, just like us, you go to Daytona and it looks like the place is empty because they sell four seats. You're the only people in the whole row. Yeah. Um. And then you go to Volusia, there ain't really no limit for nothing over there. No. Uh-huh. You go to New Smyrna, whatever, do you know? Just go, but they don't know that. All they know, all they see is big stuff like Daytona, and it's like, oh, they're gonna limit how many people's going in there. So I don't want to go all that way, and yeah, I understand, so. it. I understand yeah. it. I yeah, guess, I guess but, but but it sucks for. I mean, uh, I don't know. So, well. but uh, our buddy Derek McGrew Jr. We got so many Derricks. Got a lot of Derricks. Yeah, Derek McGrew Jr. was down there racing. Um, go back through his week real quick. Uh, early in the week, they was going to run all week on um, in the big block modified down there. And uh, first night, night one, he had uh, had some had some issues. He uh, he was running good, running mid pack, and coming up through there, and he jumped the jumped the cushion and rolled the car down in one. And from then on, he kind of had a a tough go at it. I mean, it, it, he still looked okay. Um, finished in the teens pretty much every night. Um, but the frame is being on the car, they said. Um, so it's hard to get it back perfect when the frame's bent. Oh, yeah, definitely. Unfortunately, they were able to get it put back together and not ruin their whole speed weeks. Right, and just get some experience down there. And they knew that's kind of what it was going to be. Uh, it was his first go-round with the big blocks, you know, getting some experience with the best of the best in the big blocks down there. Um, and if you be watching on our our uh, social medias and YouTube and everything, I'll be – they let us put a camera in their car too, again. And um, got some pretty good footage from, from what I saw. Lost the last couple laps could do to mud. But it's only a few laps there, so uh, I'll be putting up, putting up some stuff here soon from his race. Um, uh, he didn't qualify too great. Had some issues actually in the heat race. Um, went to hit the gas and it just cut off on him. And uh, I talked to him. He said he didn't know what was going on, so fired it back up. Started it turned over a few times and finally fired back up. Went to take off. Kind of did the same thing. So he pulled it back down the pits, hit the gas again, or hit the starter again, and um, it did the same thing again. So that was in the heat race. Um, well, it, it finally took off. Finally took off and ran. But it just 
put him in the back. It was too far behind. And so they ran the World Outlaws feature first in this one. Yeah, uh, literally like seven thirty, they were running the main. Oh yeah, like, it was Jesus. It was quick, especially for a Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Um, like we said, we talked to our buddy uh, Kyle Strickler down there, uh, and he uh, he he was running good. Ran, set fast time in. Wasn't it fast time? Yeah, he set fast time in his his group. Who did? Was it Strickler? Strickler he was or second. second second fastest in his group. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't remember who was first, but I know Bobby Pierce was overall. Yeah, Bobby Pierce was overall fastest. Um, but we talked with Strickler, and he uh, there were some announcements came out with him this week, this past week while we were down there. And one of them we didn't even really know that was kind of already going because I just kept watching highlights and everything. Um, and something I'm kind of glad to see for him. Um, he's always run really good. I guess just because that's what he's been in for years in the Longhorns. Well, when he went to PCC motorsports they uh they had uh rockets xr1s him and vinny kyle and vinny worked and worked and worked on them cars numerous races through the first part of the lucas tour there um just could not make no headway with them he said it just never felt right to him just didn't didn't have the feeling he wanted so he pulled his car back out, put the PCC wrap on it, and is running Longhorn right now and got a couple more on order. Yeah, that's awesome. I know he fooled the crap out of us because I looked and I and seen where he won. And yeah. it was the PCC wrap. And I was like, uh, what? The white car, yeah. So David messaged me, he messaged back and said, that's the uh, Longhorn. <laughs> yeah, I messaged him. I'm like, hey, that's, that's a way to finally get that uh, rocket running. He said, no, nah, we switched to Longhorn. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I think they, I mean, you know, they they gave it a shot, and they could not figure them out. They just weren't to his liking or his driving style. Yeah. I mean, I mean we know they're good cars. They'll sell them probably no problem. But, oh, yeah. Um, and somebody else could be able to react to them just fine. But, um. It's cool to have to know they're going to be able to, you know, the PCC is on board enough to invest that much more money to get to get stricter rolling because uh, those rockets sure wasn't working. Nope, not for him. So anyway, um, they got in. Well, Sterling touched on Bobby Pierce sitting overall fast time. Well, he got in his uh, in his heat and ran really good kind of checked out in it all of a sudden the last lap or so i looked and you could see a little bit of smoke coming out the car but he took even an extra lap i don't know if it trying to cool the car down or something but it was just you could tell he still had the motor revved up but it wasn't going real fast and uh he pulls in the pits and they snatched the hood off of it uh apparently something had happened and uh it was just it, it it motor was shot so they tried to tried to change motors before the feature but like we were saying they moved along so fast they had zero time yeah, to put a motor no in it. so they he ended up jumping in somebody else's car that didn't make the main just to get start money um big sexy brandon overton dominated dominated 
the main. I mean, just took off and dominated. Um, there wasn't no touching. There wasn't no cautions until, what, about maybe 10 laps ago? Yeah, it was pretty late. Um, it stretched out. It really did pretty quick. And the, the, the top, I thought the top would come in sooner than it did, but it really took a while for the top to come in. And once it did, they were so stretched out. Strickler couldn't really get going, couldn't, couldn't make up much ground there. So when I saw that caution, I was like, okay, maybe he'll have something for him. But um, I think he made up another spot or so there. But he ended up finishing sixth. Sixth, I believe, yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't think anybody – Devin Moran was fast after that restart, but he didn't have anything for uh, Brandon no, Overton. for Brandon Overton. Brandon, Brandon Overton's funny, especially uh, – well, really since he's been in that ride with that long horn there. Um when they hit on it, it they don't just kind of hit on it to be, you know, up competing and with a chance for the win. No, they don't do that. When they hit on it, all of a sudden they're checked out. So, oh, yeah. So that was that was cool to see him get him a win. Like I said, our buddy Kyle Strickler finished sixth. Uh, I ain't got all the run down here with me. But, but he uh, is the points leader. But is he, the that's what I was going to say. Now he is the points leader of World Outlaws, and that was the other announcement to come out. They switched. They originally planned on running the Lucas Tour, but I I would assume just because he had such bad luck um, in, you know, Florida month <laughs> down there, um, they were in a big, big, big hole in Lucas. And yeah. so he was actually already in the points lead for – uh, World Outlaws because of winning at Volusia that first race back in January. Uh, come back for this week, won again, finished decent every night, and walked away with points lead still in the World Outlaws. So they made the switch and committed to the World Outlaws. Yeah, I, I mean, I I like to see him do well. Uh, wherever he goes but hopefully you know it may not be but it really kind of seems like the world of outlaws is not quite of a rigorous schedule and season maybe it is um i got a feeling we're still because but it, well he's gonna run some lucas stuff that's what i was to say he's still gonna jump if there's a lucas race here that paying decent that that uh you know, and there ain't no World Outlaw race. All right, yeah, we're going to it. Yeah, I think so. But, you know, it kind of seems like the competition is a little bit tougher on a regular basis in the Lucas Oil Series. Um, you know, the World of Outlaws has kind of fell off a good bit here in the last couple of years. Well, it don't sound like they pay the money as much as Lucas Oil That's season. That's the difference is Lucas seems to pay a little bit more money um, per race, it seems like. Um, I don't know. It's a, I guess it's kind of a toss up to some extent, you know, far as you travel, where you got to travel to, how much you going to spend on travel and stuff. So I don't know. Them boys, they figured it out. So he got, uh, I do, I do recall. I saw just a little while ago, Kyle's in the lead on uh, actually showing Kyle Bronson in second yeah. place. He's not going to run the, he's not running full season. Not world outlaws. He runs. Uh, Lucas. Oh, okay. That's what he's ran for the past few um, quite a while, so I'm assuming that's what he's running again. Um uh Ricky is in 
third, I want to say, third or fourth. I can't remember. Okay. But anyway, he was the first guy behind Kyle Strickler. Um, that is, will be a series regular. So, well, it'll be interesting to see. Um, and then Bloomquist, he just had a bad, he was running right there with Kyle in the race. Yeah, blue motor or something. Broke motor. I, I kind of motioned to him when he come in. I said, you break it? He said, yep. So, I'm assuming motor broke in it because it just all of a sudden quit running. And he yeah. was running. Fourth, I mean, fifth or sixth. Somewhere yeah, him there. and Kyle was side by, he was running bottom. Kyle Strickler was running top. They were side by side almost the whole race. Yeah. So, well, so. one thing I will say about Volusia, uh, this new this new dirt, new new surface they put down, I think made for a lot better racing. It did spread them out a little bit more. Uh, it wasn't just solely dead in the bottom. It made for you know where they could move around some. So uh, that was cool. Um, slicked off more. Yeah, a lot more. But it was throughout. The, it was throughout the whole track. You know, it was, it it made it racy a lot more racy. I think so. Um, Kudos to them, too, for doing that and getting that better. Um, and uh, Saturday, they called it for rain. That early. Was the last early. night. Yeah, I think they were tired. They're ready to go home. <laughs> I think they had faulted, you know, a couple times, and then they was like, nope, nope, done, done. So, uh, And I understood it because our buddies, uh, Derek McGrew and them, um, they got their truck stuck getting trying to get out of there. So if it did rain anymore, they were gonna have big problems on their hands with some yeah. of the trailers there. So uh but uh going back real fast, our buddy Derek McGrew Junior, uh in the main had kind of a tough main. He started like we said, he has problems in the heat race and that track once it slicked off for the late models yeah, no bite. There was no bite in that track, so everybody was trying to get around the bottom, and uh, there was nowhere to pass, nowhere really to do anything. It was just it was kind of follow the leader deal. Um, but like I said, he did have a onboard camera of ours on there, so we'll be getting that footage up here real soon to to be on, you know, just to just to see what it's like riding on board with a. Big block modified because we don't. Uh, I've seen more and seen more of those type modifies in the past month than I've you know seen other than at Volusia. Yeah. So, so that's pretty cool. So it's it's cool to hang out with them guys. Uh, also, real fast, um, be sure to go check out Derek McGrew Jr.'s um, page on I know on Facebook. I think I got one on Twitter also, maybe Instagram too. Um, Man, they're a team, and they talked to us. Derek Senior really talked to us about you know how they how they run their stuff, and it's he's got it planned out. And I mean, he he tell you he's in for the long term. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> that there is no plan B. Is what, nah. is what he'll tell you. There is no plan B. This this is plan, and uh, he'll tell you how he what he has to do to get them to the track to to uh, to make it happen. So. Go on there if you can, you know, guys. Uh, if if you got a bit, that's another one. If you got a small business, especially if you you know not the big business that wants to get on Derek Griffith's, you know, possible Arca ride. If you want small business to get on Derek McGrew Jr.'s modified ride, that get in touch with him because they they yeah definitely. That's it's a cool deal. It's cool to see a young up and coming driver like that. He's thirteen years old still driving a big block modified. Crazy. 
and running competitively. I mean, it's it's insane, but he is a good, good kid, got a good family, got good support around him. Um, nice people. I mean, you just can't. Uh, yeah, very, very nice. And uh, I always remember to race life for real. You see our some of our posts up on social media and go buy some of that stuff that that stuff's really cool yeah that uh, helps them out helps them get to some tracks so yeah it helps them and helps other people actually yeah. also they're, 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 they're helping other people get the tracks when they're trying to get to track themselves so yep, it's awesome that's a good deal so anyway that moves us on to saturday, saturday. yep the yeah. final day of our racing or race racecation Racecation, and I'm gonna tell you what it looked very disheartening when I woke up and looked out of the <laughs> blinds Saturday morning. About uh, seven thirty, I guess I got up out of bed and looked, and it was pouring down rain, nasty looking, no cloud. I mean, no sun, nowhere. It didn't look good. No, it was. It, it was, didn't look good. At all. It looked rough. So I started looking. Uh, then I started looking at the radar a little bit, and and looking at I got some fishing apps. I use for fishing and and it was well, basically for offshore stuff. But yeah. being that we're right here, we were right on the shore. We're on the shore, <laughs> I was like, shoot, I'm gonna try and see. And it's pretty normal. It's pretty much accurate normally. Um, well, I say a lot. It's, it's normally a lot more accurate than uh, than you know weather channel app or whatever. But anyway, um, so it said it was pretty much gonna rain nonstop. To about 12 o'clock and it did 100 <laughs> um whether it was light rain or hard rain it rained it was nasty so um you know the race supposed to start at 1 32 o'clock um so you know we, we kind of we, we got ready and we we went a long way we went through flagler beach and took a1a all the way down around taking our time stop and got a cookie yeah, something got a cardboard <laughs> cookie. Um, yeah, so uh, we went and decided we were going to go to Bass Pro, which is right across the street. If everybody hadn't been to Daytona, it's right across the street there. Uh, pretty nice place. Little two-story deal. Got all kind of stuff in it. But um, Kayla needed her a rain jacket. A rain jacket. And by the time she got her rain jacket, it quit raining. It was sunny. <laughs> but she had to have one anyway, so whatever. But, um... So, pretty much 12 o'clock, 11.30, 11.45, it was drizzling a little bit, but it, it was done by 12. Yeah. And I, I saw where it looked like it was going to, in Daytona, it was going to, uh, it was going to, you know, start back raining about 6 o'clock. Well, so I feel like we were good. So, they got out there, they dried the track, did one heck of a job. They had it ready to go yeah. pretty much at 2 o'clock. Um. And uh, got out there and did the whole deal with, you know, watching Derek and um, <clears throat> didn't last very, <clears throat> excuse me, didn't last very long, not as we wanted it to. But. <laughs> well, one one thing I want to go back to real fast, just for anybody going to a track this year to a NASCAR race or anything, uh, just FYI, if you don't know, um, uh, uh, bu- 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 racing electronics. Their stuff has changed a good bit. Um, r- at least as of right now, you don't just walk up and 
supposedly you don't just walk up and and rent a radio uh you had to you're supposed to order online and then you can walk up and get the radio that you ordered online and all this stuff well we didn't want to rent anything because we always got our own headsets and stuff like that just because we like ours better and we we typically have our you know push talk little buttons we can talk back and forth to each other but this one we, we we just brought our little earbuds um but they're not programming um the the scanners at the track now not they will give you a program they will sell you a ten dollar or twenty dollar or whatever it is program sheet with all the channels on it but they are not programming them so what they do have though and because we and Sterling go to enough races and we like to have them um they have a new radio out it was the RE3000 racing electronic 3000 it has and this may be old I don't know um but I do know it's new to me um over the air programming you literally turn it on hit program it starts programming to every channel that's at the track for every uh, series I know far as ARCA um truck X50 and cup so we got a new scanner <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, I had a nice one, and you know it, it was good, and it it, it still is good. It, it has served but, its purpose for many years too. <laughs> but they found out that okay, well, we're selling these scanners, and we're selling the frequencies for whatever it was, ten dollars a year. Yeah, we're not making no more money. Okay, so let's make that where you can't do it no more. That's exactly it. You know, so it's really cool to have that uh, over-the-air programming. That'll last good for a few years until they realize they're not making, not making any, any money. making any money when everybody gets them. And then they'll do something different. But it was really cool, re- really nice scanner. Work, re- re- works really good. It's really um, loud. If I... Yeah, it is very loud. Well, see, those headphones we got ain't the cheap ones either. No, they're not cheap. Um, they're the kind that they actually run into cars, a lot of them, some of them. Got the semi-custom molded yep. earbuds. So um, that was that. Those 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 were really good. If anybody looking for them, they worked really good. I think they were like 180 bucks from I think from Racing Electronics. I think we got them from there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we got them at Darlington last couple years ago. Yep. So uh, so anyway, go ahead. Oh no, that was that was that was my story there. Um, so we watched Derek do that. And we talked about it with him earlier. Um, we did finish out watching the race. We didn't. We really even know if we wanted to finish out watching the no, race. I was like, let's go. I'm ready to go. I'm tired. <laughs> just aggravated. So, but we off. did stay. We did stay. Um, and watched watched. Uh, what was his name Corey Heim? Yeah, Corey Heim won. Um, just saying. Like, Throwing nobody out there, you know. Derek talked about Gracie Trotter. He pushed her to the front. Well, she ended up at the back. She she got in a couple more accidents. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. I'm not. I'm, I don't, I'm not bashing her. No, no, no. I'm no, just no, saying no. that you know. I, I really think I don't know if it was her spotter pushing her, or if it was just her not really thinking. Uh, what she's doing in the middle of the corner, um, but very disheartening. Um, Derek probably, you know, he probably wants to say more, but we can say more, so I'm going <laughs> to say more. 
You know, it just felt like to me like, you know, she just got put in this position, got thrown in this position because of who she is or sponsor dollars, sponsor dollars, whatever. Just got thrown up there. Here she is in the jam up car. And that's awesome. And, 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 you know, nothing wrong with that. But the problem that I have with it is that goes to show you right there that talent is not what they look for. Well, my problem is with it, and to that point, um, is I've seen her in some small races. Um, right. It, late model races, late model yeah. stock mostly. Yeah. Um, and she runs good. She She's won quite a few late model stock races. Um, she won a ARCA West Series race last year. Um, now, a lot of people argue with you on that and say, well, it was an ARCA West Series. ARCA West isn't near as tough as ARCA East or definitely not ARCA National. Um, but I ain't going to get into that. She won it. I mean, whatever it was, she was the best car that day. She won it. Um, I think she has talent, but you don't see her over there at, say, New Smyrna with the best of the best running on those type tracks and, and, you know, really honing in racing skills, racing side by close quarter racing. You don't see her doing a whole lot of that with, with the crowds that are considered to be the best of the best. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen her actually run, I think three races. I saw her over here at Timmy's or Florence, um, Myrtle Beach yeah. one time and now at Daytona. And she has not impressed me really from any time I've seen her. Now, whatever, but, and I'm not just saying that because she wrecked Derek. No, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We, just we talked about that her, last time when we saw right, her at Florence. Just watching her overall, I don't see where, you know, she's 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 all that in the bag of potato chips. Um, can people market her well? Can people want to market her? Does Toyota want her to be there? Haley Deegan? Maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that's going <laughs> to happen. Gonna happen. Um, but I just really hate that it happened, how it happened, because, and the reason I was getting all that was, you know, maybe I'm completely wrong, but I, this is what I think. And this is our perspective. This is what I think. Um, I know what Derek had to do to a small extent. I had to go out and hunt. Oh, yeah. And bust his tail to get funding for, for, for that race at, at Daytona. And I also know what he does to bust his tail to run his late model team. What all he does. He goes in the race car shop. They all work on it. They, you know, he don't just show up and sit on a four-wheeler and text back and forth with Joe Blow while everybody else is busting their tail. And, you know, I see what all he did to do that and, and how what, what all was involved and how much effort was involved in getting to Daytona to make something happen there. And, um, you know, I just don't I, – I really feel like that, you know, okay, I got money, here's here's it is. I throw it out there. I can get all the sponsorship I need. I can just throw money around. And yeah. that's how I got to where I'm at. That's what upsets me the most and you know but it's what it is it's part of it it's this this that's just how the, this industry is going i guess um because you know in my honest opinion and i mean i don't i'm not just saying this because i know Derek because i don't know him that well but i know 
from what I've seen of him and talked to him over this past year and his talent level, they don't they don't put you in cars for talent no more. I don't no. think. Uh, they put you in cars for money. And if you got money to throw, then you're in the car. Uh, one guy, he, he I, I don't remember his name now, but he, he raised money from being a pizza delivery guy yeah. to get it ride in an ARCA car. He saved every dollar for like, I forgot yeah. how many years. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just... From his pizza delivery tips. You know, I mean, anybody can do it. I guess if you have the money to do it, I guess I could. I guess I could go say, Venturini, I got, you know, two hundred grand and put I, me in the car. Whatever sponsor I want to put on there, I could put me with a cougar in front of it if I want to. I guess, but um, well, was it Twinkie? Was it Twinkies on the way? <laughs> whatever it was, <laughs> something. <laughs> but uh, and then you know, then you go out there and then you take someone like Derek or like David or whoever that's gave forth all the effort, busted their tail to try to make ends meet to get to this point, then take them ruin their day like that, man. It's just, God, sucks. It really does. Um, but like we said earlier, freaking cool that he was able to uh, get up there and lead a couple laps and prove to everybody he could get up there. And uh, spot on was spot on by picking Derek to get on the car. That's right. So, uh, not just because we know him, but just saying, you know, if Spot On happens to hear this, <laughs> um, we, along with a lot of fans out here who listen to this show and way more than even that, really appreciate y'all, first of all, for coming on board with Derek and uh, putting him in there for a couple races, but like we, you know, said... We think he's a really good brand ambassador. And, yeah, that, that uh, word. Yeah. yeah, that word. <laughs> and I, I really, I did, I had no clue what spot on was honestly before Derek Griffith decided to, you know, run them on his number fifty five Toyota in the Arca series. And now I know exactly what spot on is. And uh, I follow them on social media. And there's a lot more people who jumped on, which means there's a lot of business owners who could use their product. And and so, just saying, if y'all decide y'all want to stick him in a, you know, a few more races, we're not against it. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're definitely not against it <laughs> <laughs> at all. So, uh, we were gonna stick around because our, our ticket that we had to get for it actually wasn't just an Arca ticket; it was Arca and Xfinity. Uh, and we were going to stick around to watch the green flag in Xfinity, but it actually started drizzling rain almost as soon as the checker flag dropped for the ARCA race. And um, we were like, nope, if it starts raining, we don't want to get stuck in it. Um, yeah, because we had quite a walk to get to yeah. the truck, so we didn't want to be stuck in that for sure. Yeah, so we took off. Um, fortunately, it didn't rain. Then I mean, it just it, it uh it drizzled some, but it didn't rain. So uh, we got back to the truck, uh, and it was time to go get some more foods. Um, I had to pick me another spot. Certainly had to pick another spot, but we did not stay and watch the Xfinity race. But we uh we watched it on TV and kept up with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Somewhat, <laughs> kind of, sorta, where where we could see it. 
Oh. I don't know what your wife is cooking downstairs, but I'm going to tell you, I just got some smells of it. Oh, good good Lord, it smells good. That's that barbecue chicken. Is that what it is? Gush. That's what that's Ooh. called. Ooh. Yeah, good, Ooh. bro. Ooh. Ooh. Good. It's only it's only seven ninety five a plate, but I I hook you up. Uh, yeah, I might have to put some on my tab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, so we 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 ducked out and and like got the truck and as I've been doing the whole weekend, um, I were started looking for uh, some places to eat and come across this place. I wanted to be in the inlet again, of course, so I was trying to find somewhere decently close to uh, Daytona. Um, so I ended up finding a place called Off the Hook at Inlet, uh, what is it called? At Inlet Harbor. Off the Hook at Inlet Harbor. In the middle of nowhere, kind of. I Dude. mean, it's not in the middle of nowhere, but it well, you seems like you this, ride forever. Yeah. Well, you get, you go over the, the river or whatever they call it down there, and it says, last road exiting back to mainland. Yeah. Okay. So we, we went like 10 more miles past that so we were way out there in the in this inlet and um a lot of houses is not it's not really tourist town by any means no um it was funny because the houses go in this 10 mile stretch the houses kind of went from pretty nice to all of a sudden like eh, not so nice area and all of a sudden just gradually you pass this park and after that park all of a sudden Boom, there's some huge houses. Yeah, very, very large for sure. And it turns down to this teeny little road, just grow up looking and all, and then boom, there's this place is. And really awesome place. Anybody's around the Daytona area, go check out Off the Hook. Uh, really cool little uh, bar and, and grill, and, and uh, have live music there. Uh, I'm not sure how often, but know they had it on Saturday night for sure. Um, yeah. Really cool place. And uh, what made it even cooler was we were parking, and I jumped in the back of the truck, changed my shoes, and David turns around and he says, that looks a lot like Alex Bowman. And I look back, and he was over there probably 40, 50 yards from us. He was over there a good ways. I said, yeah, it really does. That really does. It <laughs> really, really looks like But, Alex you know, we kept, he was walking with somebody and all that. We go in there. We get our seat, tell everyone to sit outside. We get out there and we sit down. Sunset behind us, real pretty and all. And um, I happen to turn around and look, and they got this big old table to our right, like 10 seats sitting at it. Yeah, and it's the table next to us, technically. I mean, there was a gap between us, but there was no tables yeah, in between right. us. So I turn around and look, and I, I, said, I look back at David. I said, uh, David was looking the other way or whatever. I said, David, that definitely was <laughs> Alex Bowman, because that is him <laughs> sitting him right there. Right there. <laughs> So, um, yeah, all the rest of his crew or road crew or whatever it was, they came um, and sat down and ate dinner with them. So that was pretty neat uh, for him to be able to do that. Pole sitter for Daytona 500 was sitting right there eating with us. Yeah, it was really funny, too, because uh, apparently this restaurant isn't, like Sterling said, it's not a tourist destination. So the normal, the normal, because we're not normal at all for some reason, <laughs> but the normal race fan who's going to stick around Daytona don't find this place oh no 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 so apparently that's probably why they go there is kind of get away from and i don't think i mean there was a pile of people there i didn't see the first person say anything to him by any means i don't think nobody realized who it was no no i I really don't and you did which they actually had the race on at the bar there but i mean the xfinity race on but it, it didn't seem like a 
that was their deal there. And, uh, that, yeah, like you said, I'm pretty sure we're about the only people who recognize him. Yeah, definitely so. So uh, that was pretty neat, like I said, for him to be able to do that and hang out and um, right there where we were at. But, but the coolest thing about the whole deal, we get there and we sit down <laughs> and the waitress comes up and tells us the specials and the specials where normally restaurant specials are like two or three things whatever but she tells us like 30 things and the last thing of the day or last thing that she told us was the catch of the day and a lot of seafood places around the inlets and stuff around here anyway normally have one catch of the day well they had grouper mahi and golden tile and let me tell y'all something. If y'all ever go anywhere, which probably won't find many places around here that offer a fresh catch today as being golden tile, but if y'all find it, get it. Get it. We were able get to, it. we went offshore fishing with my cousin Alan and, and the uh, first strike fishing charters. We went out there and um, we were going to go out there and try to catch a snowy grouper. And we looked up on one, got us one. And we also looked up on, in 700 foot of water, uh, probably a 40, 40-pounder 40 or so, 45-pound golden tile. And we didn't even know what it was beginning with because Alan's just oh, like I had no idea. freaking out. Oh, I Alan's mean. up there screaming and freaking out. He'd been wanting to catch one of these fish for a long time. <laughs> he finally caught him one. And, I had never heard of a golden tile before this. I, I have not either, but it is awesome meat. It tastes like... <clears throat> kind of tastes like lobster and crab legs and shrimp and shrimp yeah it's, it's yeah. weird it's not a fish. it's a little bit sweeter it's a little bit sweeter but it's not overly sweet no um it's awesome but it, it, it is it is way far from anything everybody would think fish taste it's not have a fish taste at all it's definitely by far the best tasting fish i've ever tasted put it that way oh yes i agree Hundred percent. I agree. I mean, flaky. Good lord, it is uh, not cheap either. I'm just gonna let y'all no, know. No, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. Not cheap at all. So, but anyway, we splurged and got that really good. Which it was probably cheaper. I don't know if it was as fun, but it's cheaper buying it at the restaurant than it was us going offshore and catching it. Oh, most definitely, <laughs> most definitely cheaper. Yeah, it was cheaper to drive to Daytona <laughs> and go eat at this place and drive back to the Florence than going up. But it was not as much fun, though. definitely not. But um, but I'm gonna tell you what, I found out they really have fresh catch of the day there. They definitely do, <laughs> definitely do. Because dude brought out a I'm probably guess thirty pound. At least forty, fifty yeah, pound, 30, forty yeah. grouper, it like a like a black, maybe black. I don't know what it was exactly. I couldn't see it that well, but brought a full grouper right off the boat to Alex Bowman's table. Showing it to them, showing sure. anybody else. Tell them, hey, y'all want this? Hey, y'all want a piece? This is a fresh catch of the day. It one hundred percent. That did, it wasn't even froze. No, no, no. They they pulled that thing up and. Drove in. <laughs> that was awesome, though. Really, really neat place. Like I said, you know, real pretty place. Um, live music, pretty neat, too. So, uh, anybody around there, go check out Off the Hook. Um, and some gigantic boats sitting around it. Some real nice boats. Yeah, very, very nice. Sport fishers and all kinds of there stuff. There was one of the there. widest sport fishers we had ever seen in our yeah. lives. Couldn't tell what it was. I think it was a Viking. I ain't sure. I, I wish think I was a Viking, too. They had it covered. They had a 
half cover on it, like the whole back of it had a big cover over it. Um, but that thing had to have a twenty foot beam on it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It was humongous. Very very nice. So um, so yeah. So that was our kind of our splurge there. So we left from there, and we had some more tokens left on our um. David Buster's David card. David Buster's card. Yeah. So we went back. And we were not so lucky this time as having three people there. Well, it was Saturday night. It was packed out. Good Lord. I've really be, begun to think, though, that Dave & Buster's is more for adults than it is for kids. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some kids around there. No, I mean. But it's got a lot of, at least there and even at Myrtle Beach, a lot of the games that are in there are games that, we grew up with at the arcade. I mean, you know, there's modern versions of them, but it still got Daytona USA. They still got um, Cruising USA. Um, oh yeah. There, uh, obviously, the old ski balls and stuff. I think they need more ski ball things, but you know, I think they got bigger one. Well, I, I I remember the old time, like we went to uh, like Garden City Pier, Garden City Pier. Yeah, I don't know if they still balls. do. Yeah, do they still have the whole? Wall so. full of ski ball. Those were big. I doubt they do. Yeah. So that's. I mean, but I understand why they don't. Um, but there's a lot of modern versions of older games in there. So yeah. A lot of adults, you know, like us, get oh, stuck yeah. in it. Exactly. So we ended up having a good time there. We spent probably I don't know 160, 130 bucks in yeah. tokens. 130 bucks in tokens for about. Literally, ten dollars worth of junk from the <laughs> yes. little store for the youngins. Yes, mm-hmm. that wasn't very smart, and but some, we had a good time doing it. <laughs> and some candy for Leah and Kayla. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. So, uh, so that wrapped up our trip down there. We went back, got some uh, sleep, got up Sunday morning, and uh, headed back to the frigid. Rain soaked South Carolina. Yeah, we stopped up the road. I don't know. We went far up the road, probably what twenty miles or so, and got got fuel. And, yeah. uh It's like oh, it already feels like it's cooling down just a little bit. I mean, just twenty miles up the road. Yeah, well, it dropped off quick. We got back in the truck and we didn't get out of the truck again until uh, we were in South Carolina. Stopped at a rest stop. Yep. We got out the truck. Oh, God, it was cold. Yes, it was. I was not happy about that. I was liking the 80 degrees for sure. Didn't want to get back into that, but um, it dropped off fast, for sure. So, Definitely uh, did. So, yeah, we got back. Everything was good. Got ready to watch the race. I got back out and just in time to see the, uh, the flyover and all that stuff. And uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I do want to go into it. Before we get back, uh, while we were down, and I meant to bring this up while we were talking about Volusia, uh, we got down there. Our buddies from SRI Performance were there. Uh, Sasha was over there, actually, um, hanging yeah. out at the trailer. We got to talk to her some. And um, it's cool to see. And that just tells you, everybody, um, they're there when you need them <laughs> because especially them late models and that's what you see is you see them late models go out there tear something up you see a guy running over to the sri trailer because you know why they're running the sri trailer because they got what they need whatever got the racer everything. needs i mean is is i've said it before i'll say it a thousand times more they are walmart for race cars 
is just what they are. Um, and they're there at the tracks. Um, these guys are running and need parts, pieces, fasteners, whatever. They're there. I think they even bring some sheep. Well, they had to stock car steel trailer with them, you know, too. Uh, so, you know, they need sheet metal and stuff while they're there. They got that too. Um, got plenty of Draco Springs on display. Uh, so, you know, whatever you need, they got it. Um, awesome to see. Awesome to see. And guys, uh, our, just to let y'all know, you guys putting together race cars for this race season. If you go online to SRI Performance right now, you can still use our promo code, which is CBONE10. That is C as in? Bone. No, C as in chicken. Oh, yeah. See, you got me off guard again. <laughs> oh, there he goes again. Chicken. C as in. <laughs> chicken. B-O-N-E. You got the warming next time. <laughs> All right. Here we go again. It is in C as in? Chicken. B O N E one zero. Put that in the uh promo code area when you go to check out. Get you ten percent off from SRI Performance and go get you some parts today. Put that car back together. Uh also wanna thank Earl Ramey Racing Engines and that gets to some dirt car stuff because you know he got plenty of dirt car motors out there. Um especially the uh crate motor stuff guys all you crate guys you need someone that is certified to blueprint these motors put them back together and it be a legal seal to put them together earl ramey is your guy uh he can he he puts put together some of the best motors that you will see um uh, you don't you get a motor from him you don't have to worry about it i've seen guys pull a crate motor out it has stuck valves um broke rings stuff from the factory i mean that's just that's that's part of it they pump out some of them that's part of it you get one from earl ramey you don't have to worry about that um one of the best you will see out there so y'all go check out earl ramey racing engines also if you need if you want to really fine-tune your car uh power wise uh you make sure schedule you some time at earl ramey racing engines to get on the dyno the chassis dyno pull your car right on it um there there's more a lot of people don't realize it, but there's a lot more that gets that horsepower to the wheels in a race car you gotta you got stuff going through the clutch transmission all back through the drive line in the rear end um you can try you know just different stuff different different setups different um combinations there and see what gets the best horsepower and torque numbers to the rear wheels so uh, y'all go check all them out and schedule it your time today. So anyway, let's get back to Sunday once we got back and then get to see some NASCAR racing start back up. I guess I guess it is officially a new racing season. Oh yeah, it's in here now. We all we all in it now. When I guess they supposedly started. <laughs> supposedly so. Uh, well, that's kind. I guess that's what kind of everybody goes off of for some reason. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. You know everything kind of goes off that with speed weeks and everything. So, yeah. um, but yeah, got back, got got uh unpacked real quick. 
got situated. I was wore out this weekend. I mean, this whole week, really, the past week, it kind of t- tired me out. A lot of moving and going and driving back. And that nasty weather just, I was tired. So I got <laughs> hurried up, got done, got sat down, got me some lunch or some dinner, whatever it was at that point. <laughs> Lumper. Yeah. <laughs> sat down, got ready to watch the race. And then 14 laps is raining. Like, well, wrecking. Well, it was what started that. Burst, but <laughs> yeah, the wrecking could have continued to race. Yeah, but the rain or the lightning actually. Yeah, um, kind of held us off there for five, six hours. Five hours, I think. Yeah, something. Like yeah, that. Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, start with you know that big wreck at start. Why? No why, sense why? in it. That's just like just like Derek's race, just like the Arca race. Why? Well, I'll give them I'll give them a little bit of gratitude because they didn't do it on in the corner. But yeah. still, no, don't <laughs> daggum it, man. It's twenty laps or fourteen laps into the race. I mean, I understand that they're going for the stage points now. I understand that. Still but you're still forty laps away from exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. Forty five laps, fifty laps away from that. Whatever it was. Um. On lap 60, so yeah, 55 laps. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous these guys are pushing this hard, um, knowing that they can't do it. That's what makes it so bad to me. I don't care. If if it was a new body and I knew this and I knew that and whatever, okay, first couple times I get it. You're learning, whatever. It has been the same way for Lord knows how long, but... Yeah, I, know I, I, I will years. say, I will say, and I think this is kind of when it has started more, and it's not helping anymore. Now they, uh, this, uh, what did Junior call it? A huge ass spoiler <laughs> they got on this yeah. thing. Now, granted, the top of it is Lexan, so you can somewhat see through it. But it's a very distorted view through it. It's not like you can just. It ain't like clear glass. I mean, well, no, I, and but I think. That just just saying that, just giving them the benefit of the doubt. Kyle Bush was pushing Christopher Bell. Oh, as yeah. as he should. I mean, that's that's what you do down the straightaways there. Uh, that's that's the only way you can ruin to an extent. I mean, I still say not you could have backed not off. 15 laps into the race. I agree, I agree. But he was pushing him for whatever reason. Um Eric Alberola, they got a huge run on him and it just pfft, run over. Yep. And Christopher Bell, because they showed the throttle traces, Christopher Bell was off the gas. He was off the gas on the brake even. And the car, just because the whole line of there's 20 cars behind him pushing him into him. Oh, yeah. There's nothing he can do about it. And, and, and you know, that's what I'm saying is it's, I think it's the whole field. Y'all just chill out. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. chill out. There's no sense Leave the gap. in it. Leave a gap for a little while. Chill. I mean, well, once, once they single filed out after that restart, after the rain... And all they restarted, they single filed. Now it's boring, hundred percent. It's boring, yeah. but they sat there and rode single file, half throttle. They wa- I watched uh, Austin Dillon's throttle traces, half throttle. I mean, he wasn't pushing crazy, going full. He was just riding. And I mean, fifteen laps in the race. Now come on, man. I mean, good lord. Um, but I'm all for racing too wide. We race. Yeah. Free wide, whatever, race, but just, you know, he's supposed to be the best drivers, period. Nah, I don't, mm. it's crazy <laughs> to me that they let all this stuff happen and continue. But at the same time, I mean, you know, the runs that these people are getting, I don't think they realize it before it's too late. 
Um, I mean, dude, some of them runs look like they were 30 mile an hour faster. No, I mean, they, they, some of them they showed, they were literally uh, 8, 10 miles faster. I mean, it's unbelievable how much. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, okay. Joy Logano is probably the biggest blocker, I will say. He is. Um, and he it's has caused a pile of wrecks over yes. the years. But like he said, that's the only, that's what you have to do. And if he didn't do it, there's absolutely no chance of him winning. If he does do it and wrecks, then well, we saw he it. still didn't win. So. A prime example is if, if Kyle Busch going for that – Stage one, I don't remember the other stuff. Fell asleep, but stage one ending, he was running, I think, second. And instead of him pulling up to block that momentum coming, he didn't. Well, I think he ended up from that from the center to back straightaway to where they took well, the green white the, the green and white checkered. Yeah, I think he lost fifteen, sixteen something spots. Yeah, well, Denny kind of messed him up there. Denny went to go low with him. Oh yeah, he did for sure. But that's just a that's just <laughs> a yeah. point to say. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if Joey had not had blocked at the end of this race or any of the races, he'd have been the last car to lead. He'd lap. have been the last car to lead lap from from the back of the back straightaway or from the center of the back straightaway to check to to start finish line. Yep. So that right there to me is what causes these drivers to drive like they are and block and you know, but. It, it'd be very hard to judge. I mean, people listening, y'all think about it. Think about you running 80 mile an hour on the on, on the interstate in the fast lane and you get right up to somebody that's running 65 and they pull right over in front of you. Oh, yeah. There's no way you can stop that fast. Especially if, for Especially whatever reason, when you got say you had a tractor trailer truck literally right on pushing you. you <laughs> there's it. no way you can stop. There's no possible way. So, you know, it, it, it's, I think they just, it's just plate racing or super speedway racing, whatever. A lot of these drivers have come to hate it, but I think it's because of what the car they've been dealt, man. It's just so, it's either, it's either ride single file, a half a car length to a car length in between every car and just ride or it's wrecking. That's that's the no, only, there, there's there's nothing in between there. No, there's two options. That is it. That's why I told you yesterday. I said they ought to make it a daggone 25, 30 lap race. They should. Done. But to me, it's not. Dude, if I was Rick Hendrick, I wouldn't even show up. I'd because you're throwing away a million whatever those cars cost. Almost, now, almost make it. Almost let your cars be starting part cars. Why would get out you? there get your start exactly. money and starting points and, put and pull them in? Yeah, and put them up because I mean that's a million dollars. Probably I, what what I don't know what a I don't know what it costs for a car. Last now. I heard, cup cars are almost four hundred thousand. Okay, four hundred grand. You got four cars. That's yeah. one point two million. Just just a car. That's not talking about your team and your this and your prep and your this and you getting down there. Four cars. That's one point six million. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, see if you're paying attention. <laughs> um, so you got probably two million dollars involved or more, yeah. way especially, more probably. Especially being that you tore up cars in the in the um and the bush duels clash. and then the yeah and in the, duels. And in the uh, so clash and really what is the purpose what is i don't <laughs> what well, i was just like just like me and you were talking the other night um william byron and and uh alex bowman 
if I qualify on pole for that, I know they're going out there for their sponsor just to get them TV time. I understand that. But from a racer standpoint, they are locked on the pole as long as they do not go to a backup. Go backup car. Well, guess what happened to William Byron? Yeah. In his dual race. Got yep. wrecked. Had to go to a backup car. Now, yep. granted, that meant absolutely nothing in that race well that was his primary that was probably his better car you know? but that's There's, what I'm saying but I mean it's just and that's 400 grand exactly there. I mean you're just spending money I, I'm like why they, don't you just park those cars you're automatically on the front row park them let everybody else behind them run well if they you know I don't know they say what they want and that's a whole other thing for another episode but you know if, if NASCAR or whatever would say alright Every driver, every team, you get two race cars. That's all you get. Yep. That's all you get. And you're going to see a lot of people, these people take take things a lot different on the racetrack. They're going to treat their cars better. They're going to act like it means something to them. They're going to act like it, if they reckon it comes out of their pocket, yep. it's going to start meaning more then. But when you got endless supply of money to just keep throwing these four hundred grand race cars. Well, I mean, go to Hendrick, go to Hendrick Motorsports, look in the shop. They'll, they'll let you look in, the, look overlook oh, yeah. the shop there. Oh yeah. There's daggone forty cars sitting out there. I mean, it's I just, mean, between the two shops. Yeah, it's. I mean, so why care? They don't. They uh, they they say put it to the front at all cost. It just, I don't know. I mean, I honestly, I I get to where. I mean, honestly, the Arca, the Arca race and the Arca car seems to put on a little better racing. Oh, it did. It definitely did. Um, to to me than that Cup car because it doesn't the the, the runs that the Cup car gets just to it's me too it's, much. it's ridiculous. I mean, that, it's you can't race, you can't judge, you can't do anything. That giant spoiler is is yeah. causing them to get ridiculous runs. Yep, that they don't need. Um. I mean, it's too 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 much differential in speed, right? Whereas the Arca car, you see somebody fall out there, and there was a differential. They still get passed. Don't get me wrong, but it wouldn't. Of course, I mean, but 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 you don't you you're not having you're no, talking four or five mile an hour as opposed to ten twelve miles an hour. Yeah, it's it's unreal. So anyway, they got back green there. Uh, rode for a long, long, long time. I fell asleep and I woke up and they were riding on the top, just riding, riding, riding. I think Denny Hammond led about half the race, just riding. Yeah. Um, what much pit. to it? And it's then a, uh, ended the race. Some pit strategy came in. Okay, it did. I fell yeah, asleep they, that um, uh, Denny, Bubba, and Kyle decided to pit together. Nobody else pitted. Mm. Well, they weren't lined up on the track. So when they came out, there was 15, 20 car lengths between each of them. Oh, the, the, the lead pack and them. No, no, no. Between, oh, between each of them, Denny, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Denny <laughs> Bubba, and Kyle. Ooh. One was, you know, halfway down the back straightaway. The other one was coming out of turn two. So they were not even drafting together. Boy. And well, the pack come up. They pitted too well. Like the next lap, the, the rest of the pack pitted. Um, so when they come out, they were just all in a line, and they 
it wasn't no time. They just blew by them and put them at the back of the pack. That's why Denny couldn't ever get back up there. Because once they fell back in line, they were all the way at the back. And they it, it, the line was at the top. They, that's when they had single filed out. They moved to the top. And they could not make anything work on the bottom. I mean, yeah. they just could not get any. It, it, it's really weird because I guess actually the cars have gotten too fast almost. We were looking at that the other day. They had some really high single car speeds. Yeah. And so handling has come back in at Daytona, you know, kind of like it was before they paved it last time. Mm -hmm. Uh, So handling has come back in. So them cars would get on the bottom and, and, and especially once they got in a pack in a line, either the guy behind is going to be tight or the guy in front is going to be loose and they just could not get any momentum rolling on on the bottom so that's why they yeah. all line up around the top and they just could not make a line work on the bottom no definitely could not and throughout the race i even noticed you know chase Elliott would try he'd go yeah, down there and he'd yeah. try and you just fall right back jordagano try and fall right back you know just constantly I don't know. I mean, it, it was not an exciting race. There ain't nothing, no, nothing about it's it. Not. Unless somebody wants to watch people get wrecked and stuff, there's nothing to it to me. Um, because they, you know, right there towards the end um, or at the end, um, blocking again. Yeah. And took out pretty much the whole field. Could have really hurt some people, really close to hurting some people. I think it like, run Kyle Bush's bill. So, yeah. <laughs> took um, him a while to get out of that car. Yeah, that, that, that's not only is it not a good, not, it doesn't put on good racing. It's just incredible. And I know, I know we ain't hurt nobody at a plate track in a long time. Thank God. Um, you know, I think the last person that really got hurt, uh, and I may be wrong, but I know Ryan Newman. He he got shook up. I mean, yeah, but he didn't get hurt. Hurt. He got hurt. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he did. I mean, you know, I know. Uh. Kyle Bush, he broke his legs. Yep. You know, whatever. But it's going to come up a time soon. They keep going like they're going. Somebody's going to really get hurt. Well, it could have been really bad last night. Um, Keselowski got above the above the wall, hit the fence, um, hit a big old I-beam that was actually in the fence. And that could have been could have been pretty bad. Uh, fortunately, yeah. it was. It just caught the back of the car, uh, kind of bounced off and kept going. Um, but, yeah, that was a big old fire. Fortunately, it exploded the fuel cell. Oh yeah, out of um, Brad uh, Brad's car, and um, fortunately, all the fuel just kind of burned up before the car stopped because cars yeah. would have stopped in the middle of a bunch of fuel that was burning. That could have been really bad. Yeah, uh, fortunately, they had enough forward momentum to keep going out of the fire. Um, but they showed Bubba's in car that his car was like fully engulfed in flames. They slowed it down, dude. It was crazy. Really? Oh yeah. It just, all you see is just fire. That's all you can see, fire. Wow. For I mean, it was, you know, second, but. Oh, yeah. But That's still. crazy. <laughs> yeah, definitely crazy. So, uh, anyway, hats off to old Michael McDowell for bringing home the the, uh, the win there, man. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, number 34, Love's Travel Stop. Ford. Yeah. Yeah, Ford. Um. Congratulations to Front Michael. Row Motorsports. Front Row Motorsports for pulling one out. And, and people can say what they want. Um, yes, play, uh, 
super speedway racing is super speedway racing but i don't care what race you want to go back and look at michael mcdowell is always a contender at super speedways always so it was not a fluke for him to win this race regardless what anybody says this was no fluke he got up there and put himself in position to earn this win and he's been in there multiple times for that so congratulations to him and in my opinion the wreck i seen some people saying the wreck was his fault um not in my opinion at all in my opinion it's joy Lagano's fault for oh, yes. blocking but but at the same time what that's is the other kind option of car, yeah right? i mean that's that's I what the car is allowing or making them do um so it's the same way it was everybody was blaming Austin Dillon on the Eric Amarola, Eric Amarola wreck, whatever. That was the same way. Yeah. As is every other one that's been going on for the last four or five well, years. So just like last year with Ryan Newman and and um and Ryan Blaney, yeah. Ryan Blaney and Denny Hamlin and all that up there. Yeah. I mean, same same, same thing. Deal. It's blocking. I mean, it's blocking. And you know, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what to do to fix that? But. Maybe this new car will make for better um, super speedway racing. I hope so because, you know, people feed off of it and love super speedway racing. I mean, when I was a little boy, I used to love watching because of the big wrecks, the big one. He's always waiting for the big one. Now I don't like to see that. Um, no, I want to see him go there and race. Because race I understand the aspect of racing and plate I, racing. and Yeah, I like watching. Now, I do like watching the shuffling Oh, I love when, that. when all of a sudden you see a bunch of cars shuffling in and out and everything. And I know they always can produce a wreck. I mean, accidents happen. You got, especially when they're four-wide, stuff like that. I love seeing that racing. Um, now, like I said, I know that can produce a wreck, So, but I don't ever like to see the wreck that it produces. No, I hate to see that like that for sure. But uh, We'll see what happens. Uh, but glad the year's kicked off and get started now. The Cup guys and all, all of them going to be <laughs> hanging out where they're at. Hanging out where they're at, pretty much. So, um, the uh, race number two this year, like we talked about last week, I think it was, um, instead of being at uh, at, at California, uh, they're going to be at Daytona Road Course, Road Course this week coming. And the next week, they're going to be at Homestead, I think. So, they're going to be in uh, Florida for a while. Yes, that's pretty pretty wild there um it's an odd start to a year yeah it definitely is <laughs> for i mean you know compared to what it used to be i mean it logistically it's, it's probably the smartest thing to do yep yeah so. definitely so uh with the bush class being last week uh last tuesday night uh a lot of these guys got a lot of practice and and, and prep for for this race coming up i want to go see weekend. if they uh put some turtles or something on that inside chicane area on the back stretch i feel sure they will um to keep the dirt from being i just don't track. know how sports cars and stuff can go run 24 hours there and not have zero problem but you put some cup cars out there for a little bit and then some mud pit because they all taking shortcuts they want to run across the grass and everything well, you know? then they need to run through the dirt that they throw up on no, the asphalt that's what i say i ain't I don't, y'all don't want to run through it. it don't whine about it i wouldn't whine about it. i mean i wouldn't move it I wouldn't go out there and throw a caution for sure to blow the track off. No, 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 no. Like we that said, oh, they're supposed to be the best drivers, period, and they can't drive through it. I figured they'll go put some of them turtles on the inside. That way they can't 
make it too digress. I agree with you. They probably will, but I wish they wouldn't. I wish they'd make it a little mm-hmm. challenging for them. Yeah, no, they can't. They don't like challenges. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, but anyway, anyway. um, so yeah, Daytona coming up next week again. Daytona yep. take two. Yeah, take They'll two. They'll at least have three races this year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's cool to see. Uh, also, coming up, we'll talk about some future races here. Um, this Saturday, Lord willing, and the creek quits rising. <laughs> um, Lakeview Motor Speedway, right down the road from us here, will be hosting the Drydine Extreme Series. Um, just saw that... Uh, gonna have some some heavy hitters in this one oh, yeah. buddy strickler kyle strickler's gonna be over there uh stuart freeson announced he's gonna be over there um a lot of guys a lot of guys coming to this one i don't i'm not sure who all else um well, you, i can bet you, you probably ran it over to the beat here and that's gonna be tough maybe i don't maybe, know maybe maybe i mean he normally likes running around this area so it's possible but it's also possible a lot of them guys getting off florida yeah, it might be taking a little time off. And yeah. Trying to get all the stuff back together. Um, so we'll see. Uh, there's supposed to be some more rain in the forecast, and that track does not do well with a lot of it. It looks like a pond on the infield if it gets too much rain. So um, cross your fingers that they get it in. Uh, then on Sunday, they will be moving to Cherokee Speedway up in Gaffney, South Carolina. And then. I told my wife yesterday I may take off and head to that. Might go to Gaffney. I might, I might. Me and Landon might ride up there and go check it out. Right. It's a good yeah. little ride, but yeah, it is. But you ain't got to work on Monday, so you'd be good. I don't. I don't. <laughs> so, you know. So speaking of Lakeview, I want to throw this out there real fast. Uh, there's a cool little channel uh, on YouTube. I want to plug in here real quick. Uh, they actually put a sticker on our car. On their on their car, for us. Um, uh, go check out Chuck Chuck D F P V. F P V is in first person view. Uh, Chuck D F P V on YouTube. He puts up some cool content. Mostly they race mostly at Lakeview. Um, but he's got an awesome drone that he flies around there with GoPros on it and stuff get some awesome track footage um also what's really cool about that i like is they're a really small team really 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 small late model team that runs over there um it showed they they kind of put their at house in shop footage on there shows you the everyday grind that you know down home racers really go through to get to track to do what they love to do so go check out chuck d f p v on youtube you you'll you'll enjoy it um what else we got this week sir is that about it yes sir i think that's about it we've we've rambled on a while here but yeah it's uh, been a long show i knew it would be this we week had a lot of, a lot of yeah. stuff going on for sure but definitely want to thank Derek again for coming on with us and hanging out again and uh, i know he's busy got a lot going on a lot of hopefully uh Hopefully good things coming up for him in the future. Looking forward to hearing all about it, and hopefully he can get something continuing on for his, for his, uh, for his 2021 season. Yep, we do. definitely so. Appreciate him. And uh, 
he told us uh, and fortunately he was able to jump on here for a few minutes with us tonight he had a bunch of stuff to do but he really wanted to get on here and thank everybody for watching him and you know all that stuff and supporting him so uh we're gonna get him back on here real soon and let him be the uh, typical part-time co-host again yeah here eventually and um so but want to thank sri performance as always stock car steel and aluminum draco springs earl ramey racing engines um rk motorsports consulting uh for sure randy king and somehow we missed randy evolution well, I don't know my phone quit look. working yeah mine wouldn't work over there early either i don't know all. what was going on I, I i text him told me we were on the way to track so i go into track my phone and i'm like i try text won't do nothing try call i cut it off cut back on won't do crap so anyway we walked around walked around walked around looking for him couldn't ever find him <laughs> so we just completely missed randy down at volusia but it happens um anyway so but appreciate him as always um also want to thank ford bite apparel y'all go check them out uh they sent me sent some cool stuff while we were down there too they got them we got them a sprint car made up on iRacing now with the uh with the with the wrap that they got on their micro sprint so got chicken bone alley on their iRacing ride even so sweet it looks pretty cool also want to thank checker the race hub um Chris from Checkered was actually down Daytona. That was another one tried to get a hold of, and we kept missing each other somehow. I don't know what happened there. There's a lot of people. Short amount of time. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to see everybody, that's for sure. Uh, we're going to have to uh, meet up with everybody one day. One day, one day, eventually. Um, RMAC Solutions, want to thank them coming on. If y'all need any products in the fabrication industry far as machine-wise, uh, that includes service, sales, parts anything like that you need check out our max solutions they can uh help you out there so anyway well about out of breath for this week i'm about to go eat some barbecue chicken it smells good i'm i'm getting hungry and hunger sitting up here i ain't gonna lie to you <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you what man things will be good too well cool deal guys well Go uh, check out some racing wherever you can this week. Um, be watching us. We'll put up anything that we see coming up. Um, and we appreciate y'all listeners listening as always. And I reckon we will check y'all out again next week. Later. Later.